the wake-up song. Greetings in the name of the Most High. The world is so completely evil. And God is so incredibly good. It's really quite the uh, dichotomy when you think about it. And yet, man chooses Barabbas. Man chooses world. (laughs) Prison planet, no way out. No way out! And he chooses it. Rather than the the one way, you know, there's, there's a path out, but no. And, you know, it's prophesied that men will choose prison almost every time. It's very rare that human (laughs) will choose a a path that, that, you know, um, may be, you know, disapproved of. And it goes back to a lot of the behavioral science and, and mind control experiments on people that they found that because we're having it right now, where people would rather belong to the group, even if the group is wrong, even if they know it's a lie at first, they will eventually adopt the lie as the truth and attack anyone who says the truth in, um, that, that would counter their lie that they are upholding as truth because they want to be with the, the group, with the group think. And because it's so easy to manipulate the human population, they've been able to do this for eons. They've been able to manipulate people, I mean, even like the time of Jesus. They've been able to manipulate people to to be on the side of their own death and their own detriment uh, pretty much forever because the human will always choose to be with the group, always choose to be with the crowd, always choose to be protected in the group, always choose, no matter how many lies you tell him. You know, you can tell him about COVID and, and the jabs and all that, that it's the best thing that there is and that you get superpowers from it and everything. But they'll, they'll even if they hear to the contrary, they will line up in favor and they will vote to punish, even kill, anyone who disagrees because of the fact that they made that decision, they then become murderers. Murderers. Remember that um, when you think about how do you how do you make a murderer? Like you say a a Jeffrey Dahmer, or you see a you know a, a Ted Bundy or something. How do you create these murderers? Well, they must be Satanists or something. They must be really evil. No, it's very easy to create murderers. All you have to do is convince them to believe a lie and they will murder on your behalf. They will actually kill for you. They will worship you. They will kill for you and they will kill to keep the lie intact. If if anything threatens the group at all, they will kill to keep it intact, no matter what and no matter the cost.
That's the human. That's the 100% of human to the very beginning and dawn of time all the way to today. That is the human. So, so here's our cognitive dissonance. We know that's the human. We know that's what they do. We know that when they have the cornerstone without which the building would fall, they throw the cornerstone away every time, folks. Not once in a while, every time. All time. Forever. So when we start thinking about humans and we start playing the part of God and being judges, right? Who should live and who should die? What's this all about? Let us factor in the truth that we don't want to look at, what I just said. In our thinking process so that we might understand a little bit better why things are the way they are right now. Because unless we decide, or unless we figure out, unless we comprehend, unless we understand the way things are, we cannot calculate any solution whatsoever or the way they could be without the ability to address this problem. How does one get the human being to accept truth when they adopt the lie so easily and with very minimal pressure, minimal coercion? And you can see from um, this experiment with the jabs that you see this, 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 uh, you, you see this, 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 you know, parade of lemmings running off the cliff into their death, into the water. <clears throat> and you go, why would they want to kill themselves? It's, well, because they've seen the research. Of course they have. They know the odds. Of, of course they have. They see the uh, alternative cures. They know the stats, you know, 99.7% chance of survival, whatever, basically what, what amounts to a common cold to most people and to some far more severe. <clears throat> they also see that the jabs cause um, disease and spread of the virus, and they choose it every time. So just getting information out there, folks, does not make people wake up. You know, you see... They don't want to be uncomfortable. They don't, and what makes them uncomfortable is not being part of the group. They don't want to be, even if you have another alternative group over here, that group is not approved of by the majority group. Therefore, they don't want the inferior one. They want the majority one. And they will choose that. I I know people that have snuck the jab. They didn't want to tell people elsewhere. They still wanted to be part of all groups. And they snuck the jab because, well, they don't want to lose their job or anything. They just want to get the pressure off of them. And now they're ramping it up. I mean, if you go to In-N-Out Burger, those are good burgers, dude. Remember the Big Lebowski? (laughs) Very funny. 
Uh, but it's true. It's the best burger there was for a while. I don't know if there's one better, but I'm sure it's not the best ingredients. But when you're young, you know, you can get through that sort of thing. Um, they've actually closed it down so you can't drive through and get your package of burgers and go home with it as a way to pressure you to get the jab, as a way to pressure you to basically kill yourself. <clears throat> now, I'm sorry, that's getting my throat right there. Has anything been more cruel? Um, well, if the jab were life rather than death or were some sort of medicine where there was some kind of... <clears throat> excuse me, folks. Don't understand why that comes in right at the point of talking where it's clear all day. Leaving Spreaker, by the way. Uh, need to make that announcement. They um, they capped my account in terms of listeners uh, several years ago. I think at around 7,500 for Spreaker. Then we had you know, thousands on you know iTunes and different places, you know, all over the place. But they capped it, and then they never allowed it to, you know, to to go back again to just normal, you know, ups and downs and whatever. And uh, I had, to, you know, I was supposed to hold them to account, and they said they wouldn't take the cap off. They're going to leave that there. They don't approve of me or whatever. So I'm going to go ahead and take them up on their, you know, their their. Well, no, I'm going to go ahead and leave because of what they did. But I mean. It's been several years. Imagine that would have been a lot higher. Now, today, it probably would have been 10 times the number. But, well, I haven't really promoted it. I mean, I've done nothing, really. You know, the thing is, I'm just the voice in the wilderness. You know, this voice. And um, I have a gift. I don't know why. It's not something I earned. And not something that I can get rid of either. And it's multifaceted. And it, and it uh, compels me to be here, to, to share, to, to help, you know. Um, to, to save people from, from, you know, killing themselves and for, to say things that later on become the future, which quite often happens. I'm sorry that so many of you have been misled by people that made all these predictions. And the state of the, the, the you know, Christian church today is uh, non-prophetic. It's, I would call it non-prophetic. You know, <laughs> and non-gift sharing, non-gifts, that, you know, gifts as you know, teaching gifts and, you know, tongues and different things. It's, it's a non-gift church. It's a non-healing church. It's a non-raising the dead church. It's a non... It's just a non-functioning situation. And I know that's not every, you know, everywhere. I've seen some pretty talented preachers go at their tent-style preaching, which is kind of a turn-off for me, but, you know, some people like that that kind of, you know, kick in the ass sort of, you know, from the pulpit and shushing people. And the, I mean, that's not my style, you know. 
I'm, I'm the wanderer. I'm the seer. I see things. I see things coming from a long way off. I see things happening with people and their health and their and their and their and their spirit and you know I see things and then I report them and sometimes I get shunned. Sometimes I get shunned because people are friends with somebody and then and then they think I'm trying to stir something up where I'm not. I'm just trying to survive. I'm just trying to have justice and decency between people which I'm not allowed to have, apparently, among Christians. I'm sorry that it turned out this way, but I predicted it would, and it did. Just as I predicted what they would choose, and they did. Just as I will now predict what will happen, and it will. Because with this kind of thing that's going on, with, with this, this, they think they have this angle with the vaccine. There's um, the most evil and heinous atrocities soon awaiting man, the most cruel, I mean real cruelty, real, real cruelty, is coming very, very soon. And it is coming uh, first to Australia, and it's coming to New Zealand, and it's coming to other places where they have adopted a totalitarian government, and they have not given you back an inch. But I also see a day where one day those chains also break. The reason they don't break today is because your populace has consented. So they're getting what they want. I mean, they say they don't want it. But in giving consent, you're saying you want it. So you have to kind of, you know, right? You got to kind of get your... They they think that if everyone gets jabbed, then you can return back to normal. There is no normal. And um, there never has been a normal. There never will be a normal. It's always going to be this group of people, of totalitarians of evil dictators, of people trying to take and steal everything you have for themselves and conquer you. What they're doing right now is conquering you. They are preparing now, thanks to your 13... Didn't I tell you the Republican Party could not be trusted? They're preparing, because of the 13 uh, Republicans they that saved Joe Biden's presidency, they're preparing to do the insane spending of money, which will require insane tax hikes of a confiscatory nature that will take away from the people everything they have and give to the immigrants who will replace the people here. And that replacement was spoken in 2004. 2004. And somebody told me, I forgot who, they were teaching Mandarin already in like Detroit schools and different places up in the northeast and the uh, the northern Midwest um, with the idea of, uh, of course, you know, Chinese managers coming, you know, to, 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 to run things after the X, whatever the X is. 
And I, <clears throat> I don't want to see that. I would say, well, if you don't want that, now listen, do not blame the messenger. I am only a reflection of what people want right now. If you don't want this future, then choose not to have it. It's that simple. Because next they come for your children. And they're going to start putting poison in them. Imagine that, poisoning the gene pool of your children. Making them literally poison. That will shed their disease on anybody around. The idea being that if everyone is jabbed, everyone will equally have the disease. And equally be shedding these, these proteins and equally be sick. And, of course, that means easier to manage for the totalitarian devils. Now, you would think by two years ago when we talked about this that, um, I mean, it's, time is piling up. I would have thought that people would change direction. You could have turned this whole thing off in the beginning. But you seem to want to persist with it. Why? Do you feel that, are you ashamed of yourselves? Do you feel that you want to punish yourselves? Do you want to, to, to kill your children? Do you want to hand your children to the state? Do you want to separate the men, women, and children into different camps to be tortured and killed? Because no camp here on... Every camp in America is not a concentration camp. There's, we don't have any of those. All we have are death camps with crematoriums, underground trains, and things like that. We don't have uh, holding tanks. We don't have detention centers, really. We have death camps for the extermination because nobody wants to feed uh you know, people that are older that have resisted, you know what I mean? There's no sense keeping the useless eaters alive. Don't you understand that? You're useless. Eat There's no sense keeping you alive. You get taken to these places. They tell you to go take a shower or tell you to go in whatever, you know, they, they, they gas you, they, they take you to the crematorium and they burn you. And that's basically what happens to you. And you'll never see your children again or your, any of your loved ones. I mean, that's it. Now, the reason they're going to do this to you is because we in America and Australia and Europe and everywhere else, we are consenting. We are, we are begging them on bended knee, please come do this to us. Please come kill us. Please take away our freedom and our property and everything we have and kill us. And there are numerous ways, of course. I think the most clever way of the death camp parade, remember that DCP death camp parade? A few years ahead of its time. <laughs> now, the thing I get is that people just don't listen. I mean, they don't, you know, they're just like, okay, it's in one ear and out the other. And they run on to the next YouTube guy. It's like, okay, here's what's going to happen, you know. They get a bunch of different things, you know, cancels everything out, and then they kind of like become a blank, and then they go to the next person that's going to say they know something or going to speak something.
I'm simply saying people will get what they want. They better check what they want and want something else unless if this is what they want, this is what they're going to get in terms of uh, you know the majority of people and their will because the majority will get what they want. The minority will not. So you can have a minority of resistors, but I mean, unless there's some kind of battle somewhere or some kind of war, there's not going to be any any resistors prevailing. If people think it's an info, info war, uh, they see that even Alex Jones has conceded that he's failed and that he thought the info war would be enough. Now he's starting to talk about civil disobedience, but I, <laughs> I couldn't... I think I did tell you years ago it was not an info war. It's a spiritual war. It's a, uh, it's, um, it's not an info war because most everyone understands. It's a war of consent. It's, it's a war of, it's just the most interesting thing if we could just look at it without getting upset that one team is winning and one's losing and stop all that. And just look at what we do as humans. And what era that we have entered into where we have put ourselves in the, in the, in the crosshairs of extinction. In the crosshairs of extinction, folks. We put ourselves. And instead of, you know, browbeating us, and you know, like some, I was watching a sermon yesterday and I really liked the guy. You know what I mean? It's not for me. It's not for me. It's a, the we is me. You know, I'm kind of like the group is me. You know, the uh, you know the guy. You know, with the, the finger thing. I, I, you know, it, it's okay. I'm not going to say anything because I've already been in trouble. You know, I've, I get attacked and then I mention it and I'm like, oh, you're dividing the body, brother. What, you mean if you attack me and then I go, ouch, I'm dividing the body. I just got to take one for the team every time someone does something immoral. Okay, well, then I won't talk to anybody. How's that? I'll just be isolated. You like that? You got That's what you want? Okay, fine. You got it. Go look elsewhere. That's the, that, that, that kind of guy, they exist. You can't win with them. It's nihilism, you know what I mean? They're never going to be satisfied anywhere they go. Wherever they go to listen to anything, they're going to be uh, unhappy. Because the thing that's wrong with them is never really addressed. It's like a sickness deep in them from a you know un 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 um, addressed trauma from childhood or something that's nagging at their craw deep down, you know. And and it, it prevents them from being able to receive uh, any kind of talk anywhere, or you know, from a person A over here to person B here. It, it They can't ever be person B because the thing that's bothering them is louder than person A. Well, I, there's a lot of people. I'm like, I mean, I've, I've, you know, I'm talking about what I know. I've, I've been in that category for so long. And I think the only reason that I can hear things, and most of what I hear, I have to, you know, hear part of it and, I accept a little part of it, and I reject part of it. 
I don't, you know, I guess that's, you know, that's what they call dividing. You have to divide the word, divide the information. And um, most people are getting lousy information today. And they're trying to hold on to it, trying to find a pattern, trying to find some way of having peace, you know, through the information, that there may be a little peace they can have just to get them through part of their day. And then tomorrow, of course, it's going to start all over again with a feeling of horror and wanting peace. I think that's what we want is peace, but at the same time, we want destruction. They say, well, how can I get the majority to, uh, to really, you know, change? How can they change? And honestly, you can, um, you can read them lots of scripture quotes too that address this very thing that they say, well, scripture will break you through. Scripture does not break people through. Scripture breaks very few people through anything. It's whether you can receive it or not that that cause you know that if you're in the realm of change and you're changing, then a word out of a baby's mouth can 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 get through and change you and help you to get to that that next level that that level where you're just kind of climbing out of the muck of fallen man. You know, uh, and then, you know, I've noticed also in Christians, and I just, I I, I hate to get into a criticizing Christian thing, but I mean, there's, this is just about style. I've noticed that the style has become much more didactic, much more, you know, uh, rule-oriented, much more, you know, just, just, what can I say, uh, I know a lot of people think that the the pulpits went you know went dry at some point, and that's why you know we didn't have that browbeating for the pulpit, and that's what made people go astray. Folks, they were astray way before that. <laughs> they were just putting a face on. You know, the the stronger the preacher, the more the more punishing the preacher. The more they liked it, the more they felt covered. Uh, the more they felt shielded from anyone seeing their real condition of sin. And what is a condition of sin? Well, a condition of sin, usually, I think you know, the way I weigh it is, do you hurt other people in sinning? Do you have an effect on other people to cause people to lose faith? Or cause people to never have faith because you're such a sinner? Who look to you for some kind of guidance or leadership and you haven't provided it? (laughs) You think it's about that, that... the state of you in your sin has actually <clears throat> maybe even blocked the gospel or blocked Christ. That's, I can think of a lot of incidences with me that I'm definitely, unless someone could see through me, I'd probably block Christ. That's a horrible thing to think. But, you know, as 
kind of a spiritual bloodbath. <laughs> what would you think about, you know, if you had just been better? If you had just been more disciplined? If you had just watched that tongue a little more? If you had just watched that drink a little more? If you had just not indulged in things maybe that you indulged in, if you had just been different, if you had just not been born, you would have really helped... Ah, you see, here's that last one. It's trying to sneak that in on you, right? If you had just not been born, you wouldn't have sinned. <laughs> you wouldn't have caused people to not go to the gospel. <laughs> you wouldn't have blocked the truth. You wouldn't have been in anything, you would have done nothing wrong had you just not been here. You see, now we start getting into the deep, deep spiritual war. The, the perception of good versus evil and how many of us have participated in evil just by allowing our minds to be free. And then did we but of course we did but then what about those saints and those monks and those people that looked so good in their white robes and they they were just uh, lighting the candles and the incense and perfectly at 4 o'clock and 8 o'clock this would happen at 7.30 in the morning that would happen and everything was just perfect They would be of no harm to anyone, but just an example of perfect people that maybe if we were a little older religion, we could worship them. As Because God knows they've not blocked the gospel, but they've told us that the gospel is rules, and the gospel is laws, and the gospel is strict. And you're all failing before the gospel. Did you know that? And you can't ever really live up to it. Did you know that? And everything you've done is worthless. Did you know that? In terms of the gospel. And then you go, oh, geez, so I'm not that bad. Maybe I'm... No, so you see, you break away from all these rules. Then you have Jesus there. The gospel. And Jesus says, you know, this is my body, this is my blood. You know, those who believe in me will have, will, will overcome this and see everlasting life. And that's it, you're forgiven your sin. Washed clean by the blood, not by you. Not by rules. And then he would say, now go and sin no more. You've been washed clean now. You, you understand now. In other words, washed clean, meaning you understand now. Now go and sin no more. That doesn't mean put a bunch of rules on it. It just means <clears throat> go in the spirit of understanding. What is the gospel?
And Jesus said, I, I came here to save that which is lost. To save that which is lost, which is basically humanity. What would you say is lost? Deluded, I mean completely lost. Mentally ill lost, I mean psychotic lost. All of Washington, D.C. and every power structure there is, UN, D.C., you know, Davos, you know, EU, everywhere, they're all mentally ill. They're all psychotic. And they're coming for you and your children. And they have armies and nukes and death camps and all manner of things. And on the side of the people, there is, I, I know this is going to shock you, but you know it's true. You've thought this yourself. There is no army. There is no one coming to the rescue. There are no, uh, there is no cavalry. All we have is our, you know, our minds, our souls, our thoughts, and a fleeting amount of time where they're going to come to take and take and take. You know, in Australia, they've already begun to take property. Those people that got fined for not complying are losing their farms and their businesses, and the state is taking them. Believe me, if I could go back in time and I could, you know, be like, you know, Clark Gable or something and jump on a, uh, you know, be a an airman on that machine gun, I would sign up so fast. You have no idea. I would try to butt in line to get into the front. And I know there's a lot of people that feel exactly that they're pent up. You know, they're like, where do I sign up? Where Where do I go to... to to, to thwart this evil? Where do I go to, to, to fight so I can protect my family back home? Where do I go to, 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 to do what's right? To feel good about myself for a change? Even though I know the risk is I could get killed, but I mean, at least then my life wouldn't have been in vain, right? I'm thinking like World War II, right? World War II. Where can I go to sign up? I know Dunkirk was a horrible battle. I know that uh, there have been a lot of horrible battles of the, in, in the West and Iwo Jima and everywhere else. I mean, horrible, awful battles and, 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 and terrible prison camps and, you know, in Burma and different places and torture and soldiers and awful things. But it's better than being here with no chance at all, fretting away, wondering when they're going to take us. wondering, you know, if we'll ever have another chance to defend ourselves. Wondering if we'll ever have that Mel Gibson moment on the battlefield. If you could have one chance. And that's just the weirdest thing, you know, that there's usually a fallback, like you get some of the army would pledge to 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 not go with the totalitarian that the takeover 
beginning with the takeover of the election and the takeover of our society, they would pledge to fight them. And they didn't. They're taking the jabs right and left. A few holdouts, but that's nothing. Look at Biden, the totalitarian, the dictator, smiling ear to ear. Complete dementia out, you know, it doesn't matter. Pooping all over himself. Smiling ear to ear on that power that he just got himself. And your 13 traitors that gave it to him. Man, you're going to suffer now. Where do those <laughs> taxes come? Where do that heating bill comes for your homes? All this designed to choke you, degrade you, break you down to the point where you pretty much can't even comprehend anything anymore and then kill you. This is what we've been fighting all of our lives. And we've been fighting this all around the world from the beginning of time, trying to, you know, humanity has been under the thumb of some totalitarian dictator somewhere. And America was always one generation away from this total degradation by these psychotic. Let me tell you what should have happened in D.C. It should be over. There shouldn't be a D.C. I hate to be so blunt, but I mean, that's the kind of war you're, if you allow it to be there, it will get you. Right? What I mean by that is where, where people have become corrupt and these different agencies and the shadow governments, the NSA, CIA, FBI, all this stuff, you, you know, it should not be allowed to function then. It should be shut down along with the White House and everything else. It should be shut down. And uh, there should be tribunals and there should be Nuremberg and there should be, you know, uh, you, you know people being hauled up... Uh, as having crimes against humanity, and they should be weighed in the balance and judged. But see, that opportunity never evidenced himself. They just took over. There is nobody in America that is safe. Nobody in America, there are no families in America anymore. All the families are gone because they claim ownership of your children already. You don't own your children. You don't own your children. You don't. You don't have rights over your children anymore. So there are no families that are legitimate. As they cram their philosophy down your throat of decadence and degradation, you know we find that we're out here watching Netflix and we're we're going shopping and we're putting a mask on so dutifully. And, we're showing our vaccine passport to In-N-Out Burger, for God's sake. Here you go. I should say for Pete's sake. Sorry, Lord. Here you go. Can I have that burger, please? Hey, rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, I'm shooting you those great devil horns. You like that? Oh, yeah. We're in the club, baby. We're in. We're rocking it out, baby. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh yeah, what a... What a life. What a life of dupes. You know, 
Now, is it just stupidity? No, there has to be free will involved in it to have moved it to this level. But, you know, we're basically there, you know, they like the John Lennon song, Imagine, okay? And they're living it out. You know, imagine no possessions. You know, imagine this, imagine that. They're, living, they're, they're going to do it to you and you have no say about it. Imagine no children. Imagine everyone coming from a test tube. Imagine being in the Matrix in some adventure somewhere, lost forever. And then there are those of us who are listening for the word of God. We're listening for a sign that God's going to help us. A direction, which way, Lord? Which way can we just have peace for, for five hours? You have five hour energy, you could buy that at, at you know Walmart, but you but but I need five hour peace. I need I need five hour peace. Where can I get that now? Harder and harder to come by. And as more and more conform to this you, you know what's one thing that's given me, you know, kind of a, a weird happiness. I mean, it's not really happiness because I my heart is broken watching uh, watching people kill themselves. It's the worst thing in the world. You know what I mean? Watching people kill their children is probably one of the worst things I've had to do in my life. No, nobody around here knows that they're killing their own children. I do, and so I'm watching it, but watching someone kill their child that doesn't know they're killing their child, that's that was urged to do so on behest of the state. That's the most horrifying thing. I mean, that's that's worse than any scene in 1984. And you have to watch this every day. I'm heartbroken every day. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is... Uh, you know the, the 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 you know the plane crashed into the mountain. They overthrew the United States. It happened, but most people don't accept it. They think they think for some reason Trump is going to you know save them. I, I cannot even imagine. And first of all, Trump is not going to be running for anything. I mean, he may fake that he's going to run, or he might even campaign, but he's not really running. He's not going to be president. It, it's there's not going to be any. It's, maybe maybe it's a mode to burn down all the rest of the cities. They could run Trump again, you know. But I mean, they're, they're not going to. You know, there's the the Trump thing is is dead. You know, just stick a fork in it. Uh, well, some people have hope in Trump. I don't have any hope in Trump whatsoever. I think he's already done too many offenses to the United States and. Part of that has to do with being a, a very bad judge of character, so I don't want him making all the decisions. And the other thing is is that, you know, he uh, took credit for this entire warp speed thing, which, um, you know, is, is, is you know, I, I enjoyed his telling the G20 to go after themselves and the, the Paris Accord and the, you know, getting manufactured, the economy, those decisions did some very great things. But it would take, you know, I, I'd say I, right now it doesn't look like there's any real hope in terms of, you know, any elections. 
because I'll tell you why. Um, they cheated in New Jersey on the governor. The governor got 20,000 illegal votes after the bell, which is, you know, that's the pattern. Nobody stopped it. And uh, in fact, Chris Christie of New Jersey, he stood up and said, we need to let this go and not investigate it. So there, there, there's what a total asshole. Of course. I told you, the Republicans, you can't trust them as far as you can throw them. Democrats are psychotic. Republicans are evil. And, you, you know, you just got to understand that they're godless. These Both of these parties are godless. Directionless. A ship without a rudder. It's a, but look, ultimately, it's a judgment of the almighty Yahweh against our country, against the West, against, may I say it? Let me boil it down. I'm going to give you the reason. Don't blame me. I'm just the messenger. Thank you. Shut up. Against materialism versus spirituality. Materialism breeds. Let me give you one example of materialism. In the entertainment world, okay, we all know that, that most of the really top pop stars hate their audiences with, you know, hope their audiences, you know, just fall down and die. You know what I mean? Wish nothing but harm on their audiences. And then they can't believe it when the audiences come back and worship them even more. Ha, ha, ha. The ultimate satanic right. It's what it is. They adore you and you piss on them. That's a satanic ritual, buddy. Of course, people don't know that, but it is. The newest one that joined, well, the newest ones I know of was like Ariana Grande and others. I think she took some modicum of enjoyment at that terror attack. And, and people really got hurt at her concert, you know, and she was very shallow. But, you know, it's well known. They, no, they, they hate their audiences. And they, you know, this, this is open, open secret. In presence, and people know about this. It's a phenomenon that happens to the, to the pop stars. Not, you can't look at anyone like Britney Spears versus Madonna versus, you know what I mean? It's just, it's a, it's a, it's a thing, you know? Same thing with anybody else that gets really famous. They disdain their uh, their uh, their supporters. It's a form of decadence, though. That that it's a form of power to hate the people that support you, and uh, and then makes them even more dedicated. And it's a dangerous path, you know. For uh, the individual, that's that's why I tell people, you know, don't uh, worship these stars. You know, wor- worship God. You know, save that for the Lord. You know, I mean, I was, no one's listening to me, so they won't do that. They they like to worship their athletes too. The athletes also show great disdain. Look at uh, if you look at some of the t- tweets and things people have said about uh, you know about the fans and woke culture and things like that. It's really horrifying, but the, the the amount of hatred involved in and anything you know celebrity and you know movies and you know that whole thing is and you know you know you know the 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 the, the, the uh, being approved of to be you know a propaganda piece on the on the game board that they get to wave you in front of people. Oh, look! It's like a lure, like a fishing lure. And all the fish go. Oh, I want that. You know, yeah. 
And I think that breeds disdain, that sort of thing. Because, And the reason why it happens is because deep down, the people that are getting that kind of worship, which is what it is, don't deserve it. And they know it. And they accept it anyway. And that breeds hatred for the audience. I'll just spell it out in psychological psychologist terms. It's that thing inside that knows you're not worthy of worship. I know I'm not worthy of worship. And if people were worshiping me and I accepted it, and I didn't want to hate myself, I would hate them. Of course, the hatred's got to go somewhere, doesn't it, folks? And if I knew that they hated the audience, I wouldn't want their records playing anymore in my house. Why would I be that much of a masochist? But you see, the public is stilted and stunted. Their growth is stunted. Their IQ challenged now. The collective IQ in America must be about 80, you know? They can't process the information. So they can't come to a, a, a conclusion. Now, last time I asked uh, you guys about, you know, we talked about uh, just briefly about the death of Russ Dizdar and his wife, Shelley. And I asked if he had, you know, possibly had a jab or, you know, I asked about what, well, what was the cause? And I still don't have any answer on that. The reason I asked this is is just, uh, I think it's something that should should be, you know, should be brought out into the light. Is there some secret thing we don't know? You know, I, I, I'm curious because, of course, that, you know, that was uh, all part of Steve Quayle's empire. Which a lot of you really like that empire. You, know, you became fans of that empire. I don't know what to tell you. I, I, there's nothing more I have to say about it. Russ wrote a nice blurb in my book, Lamb, and, and then Quayle told him, you know, not to talk to me anymore. And so he didn't, you know, I mean, it was... Basically, what these all these guys were given the same letter about that I'm some evil Satanist, and you know he was just basically what it really was was just a street fight over uh, territory, and Quail did not like the fact that I was you know at that time my numbers were you know bigger than his, you know what I mean? Oh, I can't have that, you know, or something, you know what I mean? So they make up this stuff. Do people believe it? Are, do people actually believe these guys? The motive was 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 competition. And when people go along with it, so I can't be your friend, I was told not to be your friend. So they put up this lame excuse of Satan when it really isn't that at all. It's based on a lie. So shouldn't someone... <laughs> do you listen to Steve Quayle for, like, you know... Uh, ideas, uh, you know, uh, you know, like what's going to happen. And prepare yourselves and buy these phones, buy these things or whatever. I mean, buy this gold. See, I never was comfortable with any of that, that, that style. And so I went on my merry way and I just kind of like, you know, diminished myself. Not diminished, but I did not promote commercially my I just I can't if I'm going to talk about God I cannot go commercial guys all I'm saying is that whole group and then you know you had all these sites like oh I can't even remember now so these like chat rooms uh, 
Shoot, what were they called, guys? That's how many years it's been. But back in 2003, you know, we had Prophecy Wars. I don't know if you remember that. And we had, like, the Lamb Cafe, and and there were people like, uh, oh, shoot, I can't remember all their names, but there's a whole bunch of people, you know, predicting the end of the world, predicting the nuking of New York, or the predicting who the Antichrist was, and... And I had a whole bunch of people were involved in it, you know. And it was like a gun, it was like, you know, a shootout in Dodge City, right? Dodge City, Kansas, you know, big shootout. The, uh, you know, the two big gangs in the town and stuff like that. And they were, everyone was a Satanist. And uh, this guy's a Satanist. There's, there were these prophetesses, and they would call everybody evil. And there's, you know, there's one that went after us and, just, you know, went after Frankie and, went after Keltron, Keltner, and, and us, and Trish, and, you know, just couldn't get over it. It was like, because they were, you know, we sort of mocked them, I guess. And I don't know. I uh, To me, it was a big distraction because the reason that I came, became public was because of the message to give to the people that satanic ritual abuse and, you know, child trafficking and all that stuff that, you know, that I had known about is worldwide and in every city and town on earth. And, oh boy, they didn't want to believe that. <laughs> you know, they didn't want to believe that, you know, the Masons took over the churches and a lot of this trafficking comes from the Masons, you know, who worship Lucifer. And so when you have that, you will have a blood sacrifice and you have um, pedophilia. I don't understand why people don't connect that. It's not a big deal. It is the way of the world, though, from the beginning of time. If you look at the places like the Middle East and elsewhere, the, the child brides and pedophilia and all that, that's quite the norm. If you look at Pakistan and Violet and John, they're dealing with this every day. And it's wrong, of course, you know, and it ruins lives and it causes suicides, of course. And it needs to be corrected. But, you know, nothing in my life here, we've had abortion. And now all abortions are mainly post-birth abortion now. They just lie about it. They don't tell you. They pull the baby out and they, they, they uh, you know, vivisect and otherwise dismember the baby and the organs and, and, and pack them up in bags, label, and, and send them off. They don't let those fetuses go to waste. They don't throw them out. Um, and they have to they have to do those things while the baby's alive. You know, the baby has to be breathing on some level for the organs to have the right amount of oxygen and nutrients and so forth. It, you know, if there's that much money at stake, like if, if a fetus is worth, you know, $700,000, okay, of all the, all the materials, all the stuff that's in a fetus, then, then basically you're never going to have late birth abortion. It's always post-birth. Which is a horrible death, isn't it? And that's why there's so many Satanists that get involved in that kind of work so they could do the ritual in the circle in the abortion room. So things like that that I wanted to talk about that were ubiquitous and worldwide. And... Um, you know, think, think about the, the, the fact that these people that rule the earth that you're seeing now, you know, they all worship Satan, you know, structurally. 
And, uh, you know, and are the bloodline witches and bloodline elites and blood, the bloodlines are all a part of it. And they're not you, you know, they're, they're, they're making their move to take what they feel is theirs, the earth, and to get rid of the, uh, you know, the waste, you. And, you know, that proves then what I was saying in 2002, what I came public to say, which took me a lot to say because I was so traumatized, you know, I was trying to, you know, so not wanting the world to be like that, you know what I mean? And everybody online was prophesying, oh, it's the Bush family over here. Remember, folks? And they would say, oh, no, it's that over there. It's those Freemasons over here. It's that Russell Trust and those guys over there. It's that UN over there. How many times do we hear about the UN smuggling children? Over and over again. Okay. So it's only in the last few years, of course, now that we see this whole thing opening up that the people are going, oh, shit. And they realize they have no, you have no army. You have no army. You have nothing. Okay? They have everything. They are the world. And they, this is what I was saying when I, you know, I was saying this very thing when I was a teenager, you know, trying to, try to point this out. And they, and they you know, locked my ass up. But I, can, I was right when I was 13. I was right when I came public on the Zeph report. I was right at, at all those different ages where I eventually had to confess that I was wrong, I was a mistake, and I was sick. When I was just not those things, I was just completely you know, hurt by the truth and by you know, having visions of it that are accurate. And then I see how the devil tried to stop anything I said from getting out there, including Spreaker. Spreaker stops the word from getting out. Spreaker prevents the word from getting out. They know who we all are, and they stop us. It's okay. I mean, you know, now you know. I mean, you know, it's being uttered now. It's being spoken now. I'm not sure there's another alternative that's going to be any better. No, you see, you're in a spiritual war. And they just want to compartmentalize us all. They don't want to hear this truth, this inconvenient truth from me. But in the last few years, of course, since my daughter's death especially, people have said, many of them, you're vindicated now. And I'm like, well, why didn't you listen back then when it could have made a difference? Because we were scared. We knew it was worldwide. We just didn't want to admit it publicly because what would that mean? It'd mean the end of this, the end of civilization. Well, the end of civilization, of this civilization, is coming anyway. This thing cannot sustain. This is going down faster than the Hindenburg. So, you know, I hope people are ready for that. And I, this is hardships and all that, you know, it's, we'll be living on God's grace and God's power to sustain us. But if you die now, I would say you're a martyr. You know, if you get killed because, you know, they're putting people in the prison who are protesting the steal of the election. 
and they're putting them in there with abominations like Wormbrand. They're putting pubic hairs in the food and pissing on it and making them sick and suffer. Just like in communist countries. The shitty people at the FBI are doing that. And the cops in D.C. Pissing. As soon as they get the chance to piss on those on that food and make them eat it, you know. When do they want to have communion? They want to have a ceremony and they piss on that too so that they're drinking urine instead of wine of the blood of Christ. And it goes even further than that, but we're there already. Now, where is the cavalry busting those guys out of there? There isn't one. So that's why they feel they have the advantage. And I, <laughs> barring the, 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 you know, the Revelation 19, word of God, you know, attacked by Jesus, where Jesus returns with a vengeance for blood. You know Jesus doesn't return as some nice little lamb, you know, you know, just kissing the babies and shaking hands, right? You know that that what returns is a whirlwind of, of an army that cuts down the wicked. They actually call that the feast day of the Lord. You know why? Because the birds feast on the carcasses of all the dead everywhere. So before that happens, there are probably going to be something pretty amazing. There have to be some pretty bad atrocities that would be against innocent people that, that meant the state no harm. No, the state intends you harm. It's not just taking your property. It's not taking everything you have and leaving you destitute with nothing. Taking your family and your children, your wife and your friends. You still exist in a body and you're still the enemy and you're still going to take that away. Every last thing that's you and break you down to every, every last ounce of pain they can get out of you to get you to renounce your faith in God. Now will you renounce him? Now, the communists back in the days of Richard Wurmbrand, you know, the great pastor, they uh, they did that very thing and they would make them do abominations with their communions and make make everything hell, basically, and then just kill people for no reason, just for fun, and make everything just complete, total hell in Romania, you know. And um, the American church never even mentioned that, really. So you see, people here have a long way to go to wake up. I'm not sure that they will wake up. I, I'm not going to paint a negative picture. I mean, anything could happen. But I mean, short of, you know, the, 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 the true sons of God, you know, the angelic warriors coming down here and straightening something out like a deus ex machina. You know what I mean? Like some mechanism from the sky. 
Unless something like that interferes. These people mean business. They are at war with all flesh. They're at war with God. They're at war with the innocence of, of, of children. They're at war with, with uh, you know, with decency. At war with uh, everything we would hold dear. Everything we would fight for to war. They're against it. In fact, they want humanity to pay before being let off the hook so easily with death. And that's kind of what you're seeing now. You know, to a lesser degree than Australia, but Australia is a model. You know, they're working on that and eventually they want to export that. California is catching up. I mean, you know, when you have, you can't go to an In-N-Out burger to get a burger and fries. I mean, this is California surfing. You know, when I think of California, I think of, you know, the 60s, you know, surfing and, you know, I mean, eventually the, the whole hippie era coming in with the really cool music, you know, you know, playing that music on the beach and then going out there and, um, you know, combing the, the, the shores of Southern California for the for waves and try to get a few to yourself without the the usual crowd and you know I think of that that whole lifestyle you know of just like t-shirts and trunks and flip-flops and and uh, you know and then later in adult years you know sitting at the top of the you know sitting on the uh, a bar on the beach you know like having I don't know what would I have having some sort of drink but having the sun going down over the Pacific Ocean while you're having a drink and there's a guy playing, you know, he's playing, uh, you know, acoustic guitar and singing and, you know, people are all just kind of grooving on that whole vibe, you know, that that sunrise to sunset thing. And, you know, people decided to go skiing down the mountains and, you know, uh, you know, going out to the deserts for whatever reason, just... You know, just, you know, exploring all the, you know, going on the wine. You know, you know, I'm saying things that are very materialistic in a way, but also would evoke a certain spirituality of freedom. Because freedom is a spiritual term. You know, freedom is, you know, you're not free unless you're free within the spirit. So, you know, there's that feeling of freedom, that spirit of freedom involved in Southern California, you know, and of course, post World War II, having all these people move there, and then you know that they were able to you know feed their families, they're able to you know, uh, you know, you know working uh, you know blue collar workers after World War II, they all moved into the San Fernando Valley, and were working at places like Boeing and you know these big you know manufacturing places, and you know I was I remember talking to this guy about. You know, the condition, he said, well, I was able to, you know, I've got, you know, I worked for the, he said he worked for the train air conditioning company, and he was able to uh, raise a, uh, you know, bunch of kids, wife, and he goes to work, you know, with a lunchbox, you know, comes home, right? And and, uh, then he eventually he installed these train air conditioners. That's where I met him. I installed a train air conditioner for me. And a uh, great guy, and he told me, he said, you know, post-World War II, you know, all these houses built out in the valley were for uh, the blue-collar workers that were so busy working in manufacturing. 
and installation and, you know, cars and all kinds of things. So that was sort of the engine, you know, that, that uh, you know, back even back in the 60s, you know, labor was, you know, needed. You know, it was a, definitely a, a labor market. It was, a, it was a working man's market to choose where to live, i.e. they would choose Southern California because of a lot, lot great lifestyle there. Try to work as minimum as you could, right? So that you could surf more often. You know, there's that, there was that going on, you know, too. And then, of course, uh, you know, entrepreneurship, setting up surf shops and bakeries and art galleries and, you know, celebrating that lifestyle that begins with that idea of freedom, wandering the beaches, looking for that right wave and connecting with the spirit. Because when you're really just sitting out there at the break and, you know, wondering what kind of wave is going to come your way and there's other people sitting there too, you're not focused on the terrestrial things happening. You're thinking about the ocean and about the moon, the sun, the stars, and where you are, what it means to be alive, you know, th those kind of things. And, uh, you know, maybe somebody doesn't have the right path and is following the right rules, but I mean, when you're thinking about those kind of things, I'd say you're on the right track, right? If you're wondering what the truth is, you're on the right track, right? You're wondering what the truth is. If you're seeking answers as to why things are so awful today, you're on the right track as far as I'm concerned. But we've never seen them, you know, like this. We've never seen anything like this, folks. This is not something that most people, you know, most people are living in the past. They're living in this idea that somehow we're going to get back to something. They're not living in the present or the future which is the future, maybe these people will be shucked off and the future will be very, very different. There'll be no going back to anything. There'll be a future, all right. And will it be one of totalitarianism and degradation of the human cell, of the cell, of the spark of life in that cell? Or will there be a renaissance? And is this that time of the end? Or is this an inflection point which leads to another renaissance which then leads a thousand years from now to the time of the end? I, I can't tell you. I, I've it, I've told you my gut feeling. Somehow I, I'm either blocked from it, but I just feel like it isn't. It's, but it's a feeling. It's not, I, you know, I'm, whenever I'm not completely sure on something, I'm going to keep telling you that. I, you know, I, I, but I... Pretty clearly, I, I mean, I have said, do you take this to the bank, they lose. Well, of course they lose. They've already lost. They've lost their humanity. Anybody that has joined their side has lost their humanity and they've lost their soul, friends. And you can tell the soulless ones. Look at their eyes. Nobody home. Nobody home. And they just soon kill you as look at you. They have no feelings. They have no empathy. They have no uh, thought about their children. They just want to jab them and make them say woke things. They have no interest in, in, in anything except producing pain for human, punishment for human, reparation from human, degradation of human, 
harming human, hybridizing human, ruining human. That's all they think about every day, all day long. That's all they want to do. And unfortunately, they have the power right now, which is a scary thing. But you're never going to get rid of it, folks. Wishing it away. Hoping it would be different. Hoping one day suddenly a light's going to go on. The, the election's going to come and, you know, the, 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 it's going to provide more balance. And that's what's going to hold it at bay. They're already, you know, in the hen house, friends. The foxes are in the hen house, buddies. Uh, There is going to be no balance through voting. They'll just steal it again. They stole two seats in New Jersey. Did they steal that one guy's seat that was like a truck driver? Did they take his away? Because he's a stupid fucking truck driver and doesn't deserve it. Did he win? Yeah, because the guy wants to challenge you. I got 20,000 votes. I just heard about him. They're just sitting out there ready to come in. No, they cheated the same way that they did with Trump in New Jersey. And I will make another prediction. I always make these predictions. Unfortunately, my 2018 midterm projection was completely right. In fact, it was ridiculous how overwhelmingly right I was. I told you if they don't adjudicate this, the steal, that, you know, there'd be serious, almost... You know, impossible problems to fix down the road with the voting. The very next thing that happened two years later, they stole the presidential election. I told you, and I'll tell you again, if they don't fix New Jersey, there will be very much an overthrow of uh, all your intentions. You're going to get these people elected, those people elected. There will be an overthrow of all that, including the... 2024 election unless people stop allowing that kind of thing to happen I don't really care whether you're Republican or Democrat I you know I, I hate the Republican Party I mean it's just probably worse than the Democrats I, I I used to be a member I was when I was a lot younger I was you know even when I was like writing society and stuff I was pretty much going to communist meetings. That's what they they call that. The left loves that. They love the eat the rich stories. So it was kind of an eat the rich story. But basically what I was saying is these people have so much money and so much power and they run the world. And this kid that was being lured to his own home to be sacrificed is what they do. They arrogantly do to people who get in the way or who don't go along. And it was it's resonated. It's, it's having another rebirth. So it's, it's amazing, but I mean, it's like it's like uh, a truth that we don't want to tell ourselves. George Carlin tried to do it in comedy. He said, hey, there's a club, and you're not in it. 
You know, and they run everything. And they don't give a shit what you want or what, what your election says. They're going to take what they want. And there is no fairness. And there is no uh, there's, you know, equity. There is no equitable treatment of anybody. There is no equal justice under the law in America. And there hasn't been for many, many years you got money, you get off. You don't, you don't. You know, money and connections and backing, I should say. Not just money, but backing from them. And I like to say it, you don't fuck with them. You know, them. Who do I refer to as them? They're the, you know, the lizards, the aliens, them. The real masters of disasters. And you don't fuck with them, right? You fuck with them, you're dead. You know about them, you're dead, a lot of cases. Poor Stephen Greer, what he's gone through. My God, he's, it's, that man is tortured. He's gone through total hell. Just trying to get the information out. And he's gotten too close a couple times. And he said they just basically murder all his friends. That's right. That's what you're dealing with, baby. And so when your parents and your friends and, and people turn on you like they're coming to get you or they're gang-stalking you, they're not the people you used to know. They've been taken over, like invasion of the body snatchers. They're, they're different now. They're not the same anymore. That's the real side they're showing you, that sadistic side. That nice guy side, that, that buddy at the basketball game. Those, that guy's gone. He's gone. Your girlfriend, she's gone. Allies, you call on the phone to get some comfort and support. They're gone too. They'll go, oh, they'll listen to you. It's like the Beatles song. Hey, bulldog. Hey, bulldog. bulldog. If you're lonely, you can talk to me. You know what I mean? They'll listen to you all you want to say. And they use it against you as they continue to plot against you, no matter how appealing your story is. No matter how much any decent person would want to reach out and help you, they won't. And they used to be your friends. And it's much the same. It's repeating with a jab, the same kind of divide of Satanism, who's in, who's out, who's out, who's not, blah, 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 blah. Same thing is happening with the jab. Jab people are becoming, are the Satanists, preferred class. And the resistors are scorned and looked down upon. And they'll be plotted against, even killed. Because they're doing such an evil thing, resisting the jab and wanting all of us hurt, not wanting to help any of us out. That's wrong. So that's the truth today. And uh, there's nothing wrong with holding out hope in a spiritual solution. But in order to do that, you've got to sway hearts and minds. 
we have a pretty big remnant in this country, but I'm not, you know, sure that, you know, there's so much divide among Christians, and Christians make it awful for other people because, oh, if I'm a Christian, I can't be around that. If the, the, the society will hurt me. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. They will hurt you. They will, they will hurt you. They will make sure that you're canceled. You're inappropriate for anything, but, you know, so... So there are these people that now want to die if the state wants them to. It's gone to that next level now. There are things in that jab that are hurting you and that you have to watch out for now that you've taken it. In fact, don't take it anymore. Just start doing therapy against what the thing has done to your DNA and to your blood and, and everything else, you know. Huh. If there's a chance that more jabs will eventually kill you, well, then I, I, don't, I don't care if it kills me as long as it gets you. That's the ethos today. That is the ethos today. As long, I don't care how many jabs, I don't care how many boosters, as long as I'm dangerous to someone like you, bring it on. Bring it on, because... I want you dead. Why? Because you didn't comply. And you need to be dead. Why? I'm, I'm not myself. It's the, it's, they've trained me to think that way. Yes, they have. Anyway, if we have to die, we've got to die. At least me. I have to die for the gospel, for Jesus Christ. You know, the way out of this. Is Jesus? I think that you're seeing that the Buddhas and the you know the, the Hindus and the you've seen there's no real way out, right? There's it has to be a legal way, you know. A, a, a um, there has to be a mechanism by which you can leave. Other words, they they might just recycle you. Tunnel of light on the moon. Go through the moon tunnel of light and see all your relatives. Ah, my dog. And then boom, shakalaka, you are recycled. Born again to go through it all over again. Ta-da-da. And this time, we won't get fooled again. <laughs> oh, yes, you will. I think the Who realizes that was just youth and an experience that would get them to write a lyric like that. Or just the fervor of not wanting to get fooled again, but then realizing, but of course you will. Anyone that believes in this world will be fooled. The world is a deception. It is a mirror. It is a simulation. What else could it be? And in the simulation, there are rules. And, you know, one of the rules is, you know, really fervent prayer in the name of Jesus gets stuff done and changes things. So that's where that's at, you know. So we are praying, you know, most of us. I mean, just if you want to know how it is, all day long and praying for enemies, friends. It's just, it's just, 
Never has there been so much prayer, so much, you know, so much trying to, 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 to see how that mechanism works and trying to use it for the good, you know. It's just like I've gifts I can use for the good, and that is, you know, like today's talk, for example, is not to make you feel bad that they're, you know, it just to, to make to try to make us all understand there are limited options, but there are options. And it, you know, I know people will choose this, the simulation. In other words, this is like a machine, okay. And they'll choose the simulation as real. And the simulation will be good to them for a while and then will euthanize them. And then probably, you know, I don't know what the needs are for human, but, they're, you know, they're whether they intend to have more of these simulations and, you know, rekindle some of these caught souls, you know, again, I, I, I just don't know. That was, you know, the 90s where I perceived that, that whole thing on the moon. <laughs> I, I would have... I, I would have probably discarded it unless John Lear said the very same thing. And I just thought, how odd that John Lear would say there was a soul scalping device on the moon. You know what I mean? You go with your friends and your family in that tunnel of light. Boom. Gotcha, sucker. <laughs> sucker. So. The other thing is I wouldn't. Uh, the way it looks right now, the way I described it is the way it looks. Um, and that is subject to change. If you change, it changes. Another weird thing. But how can we control it, brother? See, how can we control it to get what we want out of prayer so that we could get you know out of this mess? It's like, well, you, maybe part of what you're going through is to increase your faith. How many you know, distractions do you have? Less than before, right? <laughs> I started watching this movie. It was this western they shot here, and you know, because they were here for like a year. We we got two minutes beyond the credits, and boom, off it went. No, just because of how silly it how silly it, it was, how 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 you know just. Amateurish it was. It was amazing. And on Netflix, they have it. Of course, but they cheat. They'll just put it at number one because it's got lots of blades, like a black Western. And it wasn't that, you know, it's, it had nothing to really do with the, the action. It was the story that was just in the, in the filmmaking, the directing that was so, you know, almost like, it was almost like some sort of comedy act. And, you know, I just didn't understand why they threw that movie away to where they have to beg people to watch it on Netflix, you know? And um, they go, well, Jay-Z, he was, you know, he put, he contributed music and he was one of the producers. It's like, yeah, um, it's literally two minutes after the credits, it was goodbye. 
so so goofball. It was just so, um, you, you know, um, it's free. You can watch it. You know, if you choose to watch it, that's fine. But my assessment, you know, sticks. You know, see, that kind of behavior in a movie, drawing a lot of attention to yourself, I know a lot of young people like to do that. I all I want is just a viewer of the movie is I don't want to I don't care about you, Mr. Director. And I don't give a shit about you, Mr. Actor. I don't give a shit about anybody. All I want is the story. Cause I'm tired and I don't have time to go. I don't I'm not gonna worship celebrity. I just give me the story. Get out of the way. And that's where I've sort of gotten. And I you know I'm I'm guilty of things too of, of of you know i'm just trying to, to do my best to stick in the story that's why novels are so good because you know there's if you keep inserting yourself in a novel people are going to get you know they're going to get uh, pissed off and then put it down and that's all it's just an amateurish thing it's not not anything you know whatever they were trying to do i didn't care that it was um you know the black western whatever that was shot here i was fine with all that fine Fine, loved it. Some some great actors too. Wasted. Fine with all that. I just, you know, when you're going to do a western out here and you're going to shoot in these, these hallowed grounds here, where some of the greatest westerns of all time have been shot, please be serious. It's not a clown show. If somebody gives you a hundred million dollars or eighty million dollars or something to make a or whatever it is, 60 million, 50 million, whatever. To make a Western, please, you know, or something that has a serious theme to it. Don't, 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 you know, mess it up. Just, just, it's, it's just simple. Story. Don't worry that you won't be seen as a genius. Just tell the simple story. And I've, you know, I've kind of quit now looking at movies. I've, um, I did get this stupid box, the Zounce Obelisk that Sammy Agar was selling on Facebook. Well, I got it, and I was sorry I got it at first because I have all tile floors and the bass is booming all over the place, but I got it dialed in now where it's giving me, like, classical music. It was meant for rock, but class, it, get, it delivers it all, literally one speaker all over the house. It's just really nice. And I'm for that. I'm grateful. I'm using it completely. Um, found a different purpose for it, you know, rekindling my my love of uh, you know Beethoven and some of the, some of the classics and um, film scores and things like that. And um, I love those. And I love the way it. Everywhere you are, you you're in fidelity. You know, like like when you're in stereo thing, you have to be between the stereo speakers. But with these new speakers, these single tower speakers or whatever that they have, wherever you are, you're in the sweet spot. You know, wherever you are, the, the music's already filled the room and you're, you're there, kind of like a concert. If I was going to listen to some serious audiophile stuff, um, it would have to be uh, in my studio. I, I, I wouldn't be listening. I would listen on my JBLs and I'm sitting in the right, you know, it'd be in stereo or, or 5.1. I wouldn't listen to this for that, but for... Just to having on the most pleasant, it's just a very warm, right, warmth, warmth, right? It warms up the digital signal. So I thought, oh, you know, and I, they, they sent me a motorhead, you know, like rock out with motorhead, you know, 
ancient relics. Motorhead, and you could put that sleeve on there, on this, uh, it's really Satan's penis, the obelisk. It's Satan's dick, you know? I know what the obelisk stands for, but I was sort of overlooking it, thinking that, you know, I, I feel I don't really take it seriously. I, I don't really think it's going to hurt. Maybe it'll hurt me. If it does, I'll have to, you know, get rid of it. But, uh, now the shaft of Baal, right? The Washington Monument. The most evil symbol in America is the, uh, not so much the, uh, I mean, you know, the phallus is one thing, but it's the reflecting pool. It's the combination of the two that equals the witchcraft and sorcery that brings about the success of pharmacia, you see, and wars. You notice, too, how they haven't, except for the children, they want to force jab the children now. And they're coming, you know, it's not going to be long before the next step is force inoculation or starve to death or round it up and put in death camps to be exterminated. Now, when have you ever seen that before in your lifetime? Never! You've never seen it. Here, Australia, EU... Most of Asia, you've never seen that before. The people behind that retro thing. Are not human. I mean, there may be people there with names. It's, it's not a human program. Well, anyway, here's to escapism. I really feel that that one thing about uh, Huey Lewis in the news, I need a new drug. You know? I wish there was a drug that was not harmful, but unfortunately you're dealing with pharmacia. And we'll see you next time. And, oh, by the way, I won't be here. I'm going to try to do a pod that is going to also incorporate the crazed house pod, which I, you know, I still want to do that too, to announce, you know, talk about certain things we're doing, talk to actors, talk to people that work on the films and, you know, no, no Jesus epic yet, but, uh, we've, we've talked quite a bit about doing a, a Bible. Um, already I've gotten in trouble, you know, that's already in trouble because I had Paul as a raging in Rome, you know, pedophile, you know, gay, this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, God, people aren't going to want to see that. But then there's that that road to Damascus where he just sort of like renounces everything and just becomes totally dedicated and, of course, agrees to go through insane per- persecution. So there, I know a lot of Christians hate Paul that are kind of, you know, really kind of intense radical. They think Paul's the Antichrist. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good... Hey, yeah. Can you clarify uh, for the listeners where you're going to be? If you... Yes. Um, I'm going to be... Uh, 
some are just now finding you from WWE. No, I know, I know. I, I need to find a new platform that won't um, do harm. And so I'm looking now. And uh, it might just be a simple, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I spared you the, the, video, the video podcast. <laughs> um, I don't look that bad. Wait a second now. <laughs> now i spared you the uh the visuals because i've you know like with me you know when someone does a visual every day for a podcast a lot of times i just quit looking at them and i just kind of put the like the ipad or whatever down and just listen yeah and i don't watch their faces yeah um but like but i might have to go to, i might i may have to go to that format like rumble or something you know, where at least you can get a fair shake. Um, you know, uh, uh, what's the other one? Bit shoot. I might try that. Yeah, YouTube is out. YouTube already took down most of, most all my content. I just said screw you, and I left. I took the rest down. So they took down, like I'd say, about ninety percent one day. Like. The year one podcast goes out to Spotify. However, the Zeph report has been blocked from going out to Spotify. I haven't found it there. Even though it says, yes, I'm on Spotify. I've seen year one there. I've even seen 2020 prayer, uh, other 2020 prayers that were praying for us on 2020 there, you know. So I've seen some related things. But, you know, and and I agree that prayer is the one thing we have right now that we should... Look, you know, folks, I, don't, I want to leave you with this. The Lord has given us everything we need. Everything. So I want to make sure you understand that. You, you don't have an army. You don't need an army. This is beyond armies. But look at the way they become automatons. Look at, the look in their, look at how they become robotic. Look at how it's like Invasion of the Body Snatchers, you know, the second version with Nicole Kidman. It's like almost, it's just pretty much identical. Look how they scream if you don't comply. You know, I, I couldn't, you know, horror movies, there's no horror movies as scary as this thing. Scary because, you know, you might be on your way out of here for no good reason. Is that, could a human do that? No, a human could not kill you like that. That's the year you hear she she she's licking her her paw. Okay. And I will as I said, I'll see you next time. I'm I'm uh, I'm thinking where where oh where will I be? I don't know. Where should we go? We have no home. Well, I think, um, you know, we'll, 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 uh, I want to pop the clutch, man, and kick it up to a higher level, you know, and get these, uh, get a lot more, you know, I mean, see, here's the problem. If you get too fervent into the, into the Christian ethos, you get into, you know, problems of hypocrisy and conflicts and things. If you get too much into 
free form, you get you get completely into uh, you know. I mean, you know, the, the body rejects it because they don't really. You know, that's not what they're used to. And then you know, you you just become sort of meaningless. You know what I mean? But if you adopt too many forms, you will have you know thirty percent you know scripture and interpretation, and then you'll have you know ten percent of what you think about whatever, and then you know, and it's like I, I just. I've had to do it this way because there are obvious pitfalls all over the place with um, with too much free form versus you know versus you know um, you know the um, like like I know people that really mean well they say that this is going to be the real church and we don't allow masons we don't allow anybody we're we're gonna we're gonna make sure this thing stays upright. And while I appreciate that, there's a spirit in that that's not quite... It's the weirdest thing. You can't win, you know, really. You just have to give it over to God. Just say, look, we've all hurt people. We've all fallen short. And if I adopt a style or I set a manifesto in motion, it will be wrong also. So we stumble along together, don't we? We, we, we don't have a... That's okay. That's okay. Oh, <laughs> I want something funny to go out on. Not come with. Um, I have a lot more songs somewhere else. I don't know where. I, I've got to get them for this show. Uh, hmm. I've got a song I produced for our film, but it's a real, you know what I mean? That's like, you know, these are all productions for you. That's our actual production collaboration, and I can't play it. I can't play it because it has to come out as a, you know, a single before the film and all that. And it's got a great singer and great, great players involved and great mixing and mixers involved and things. But it's like a professional thing, you know? But you haven't heard that much from me that's professional. It's always been on the on the fly. So maybe that's good that you now have a movie that's you know the next one is even even more professional, much more professional on that next one because it's more normal. It's more like a normal. You know. <laughs> I know that's weird seeing that that I've that that you know, but that's yeah, that's a part of me that that's really real and you know it's. it's I'm glad it's not just dead, like so many other things that they try to kill. I'll let you know, right? Facebook, um, Zeff Daniel, Trish, Patricia Daniel. Um, we have a Zeff Report page, and I just think it needs to be. Yeah, I'm just not sure what it could be, but it's. Uh, as long as I'm fluid and, and, and going, you know what I mean? As long as I'm able to do like what I did today, it's going to keep going. But the minute it starts getting stale or starts getting into, um, I'm reaching for it, then, then, you know, then we're going to have to uh, shift gears. But I would love to pop the clutch. Stick in their face. But I'm just not sure how I go about that. Okay, here we go. And remember, nothing is lost, right? As long as you're not lost, nothing is lost.
No one was to blame. No one was the wiser, and no one suspected you. Got it. 